Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Connor. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. So I have an interesting thing I wanna talk about today. Okay. College, did you go to college? I actually graduated from college, yeah. Okay, that's exciting. I did not. And Uh if I am to believe I know anything my parents told me growing up, I should be poor and homeless and not have a job and not be successful. But I'm actually, it's it's not true. I'm pretty okay with where I am right now. So, uh, yeah. How did you pull that off? That's what we're going to talk about today. I was wondering do you have to go to college to be a successful adult? You know, that's really interesting because I know of a number of entrepreneurs, people who have started businesses who did not graduate from college. They either never went or they dropped out along the way. So I'm going to have to say that no, in order to be successful professionally or be fulfilled in your life and excited about what you do, I don't think you have to go to college. Okay. So if that's the case, what can you do instead? You know, what, a lot what, of kids, What did you do? You're, you're clearly, ooh, ooh, turn you're, you're, exhibit on me. <laughs> you're exhibit A, right? You didn't I go am. to college. So I did go to college for a little bit. I have to okay. admit that I did go for a couple years, but I didn't graduate. And I actually think the reason I didn't graduate brings up a really good point. I didn't graduate because it had kind of served its purpose and I was being offered jobs. Hmm. So it got to the point where you go to college for what? You go to college to get a job, right? In theory, so yeah. You can, yeah, so you can pay for your, your family. You can have a family. You can buy a house. Well, for me, my options were stay in school for another year and a half where I miss out on real world experience or take a job, which I was being offered as a teacher, where I could get trained to teach a specific way, which lots of schools retrain teachers anyway after they sure. have their college degrees. So I made the decision that I was going to drop out. And that was very, very hard for me because hmm. I heard so many people telling me, well, you're horror throwing stories. away your life, horror right. stories. You know, my brother dropped out of college and now he's, you know, a gambler, like all this, all these crazy <laughs> things. But I think I did it right. I don't have any regrets. Um, the only regret I have is that I stayed too long. That's my only regret. So that, that's interesting, right? As you reflect back on your college experience, do you feel, I mean, obviously there's a social benefit for a lot of people and they kind of like the college scene. That's uh, how I but, met you actually, Connor, was through uh, internships and stuff like that. Right. So it served me, it served me so, well. <laughs> so there's a lot of still opportunities. That's yes. not to say it's always horrible all the time, right? No, no, no. And but, doctors and lawyers, and there are some careers, right, where you, right, right now, you have to. Right. And so as you reflect back on your college experience, do you feel like what you do now, you know, that, what was it, a year and a half or two years that you were in college, you three, said? Three, three. Yep. Three years. Okay. Or I think you said, yeah, you had like a year, year and a half left. So three years in college, as you look back, was that critical for you? You know, sure, you didn't graduate, but how do you not gone at all? Wouldn't you have, you know, missed out on certain education and learning that would have hindered you from what you're doing now? Or do you not feel that that's the case? Hmm. I think for for me personally, it was good for me to be there for a little bit because I I learned some things and I made some connections with people who helped me get jobs later on. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it was necessary. I don't think it's necessary for everybody. And in fact, College was not always something that everybody in the country did. I think we have this idea now that you have to go to school, graduate, go to college. That is, right. that is what you do when you turn 18. Right. But that hasn't always been the case. That's actually a very new thing. There were lots of other ways you could get education you know, before college became so widespread. Yeah, I think that's right. And now in my case, uh, I did graduate from college, but I was kind of on the conveyor belt in, in my whole education process. By that, I mean... You know, when I was a kid, I was on the conveyor belt uh, and, and I was just heading in one direction. 
and I was doing what I was told and I went from one grade to the next. And clearly when you graduate, you know, high school, you apply for college, college. you go to college, it's just what you do. And I didn't know anything other than that. Those expectations were there. I just assumed that was the natural progression of life that once you finish high school, you have to go to college. Now, in my case, it was interesting. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do when I first started college, but I had an idea because later in high school, I was starting to build websites for people. This was like hmm. 1998, 1999. Geo, Geo cities? Geo, yeah. Back, <laughs> back when like the animated yep. GIFs would like, you know, new, new article, little flashy GIFs that are oddly now all back in style, which is funny. Um, but, you know, the, the internet was very new back then. MySpace pages were the big thing. And, and so I was learning how to build websites. And I actually got a client uh, someone who, as a matter of fact, was running for their state legislature mm-hmm. in, uh, in California. She knew my mom. And so she's like, hey, I want a website. And so, you know, she paid me some money. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can make money doing this thing that I'm learning how to do. And so it really signaled me to this idea that I could become what's called a web developer. I could develop websites. And so all throughout college, I started doing it a little bit more, a little bit more. I had some jobs. I, I built kind of my own company doing websites for other people. And I kid you not, I would be sitting in college class uh, where they were talking about different aspects of building websites like graphic design, right, and things like that. And I would be sitting in class listening to some professor while I was on my laptop building a website for a client, a customer. So making money at Making the same time. money That's and, cool. <laughs> and, and doing it on my own. I was kind of self-taught uh, and I was starting to learn more than my teachers Plus, they were also teaching me a bunch of things that I wasn't really interested in, but they were still requiring me to learn. So I would memorize it all. I would take the test and then I would just like get dumped out of my brain because I'm like, I don't care about this anymore. Now, in my case, when I graduated college, I found myself becoming really interested in American history and economics and liberty. And uh, so I started reading a lot of books. I was introduced... uh, through Ron Paul to a lot of these ideas when he was running for president. uh, 2008. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so I started reading a lot. And because I was done with college at that point, I had time, right? Because I didn't have tests and projects and homework that was taking up all my free time. And so I had time to just read and read. And you know what's amazing, Brittany, is it's kind of awkward. In college, there were three subjects that I did really poorly in. The one was was economics. (laughs) The second was English. And the third was history, which is hilarious because now <laughs> Those I'm in are the things role. you love. <laughs> now they're the things that I love and I'm proficient in. I've written 21 books. Like my mom at one point told one of my teachers from like high school that she saw. She's like, oh yeah, Connor, at that point I'd written like 14 or 15 and like mind explosion, right? So like do, you think, do you think school made you not like these things? Do you think it actually well, had like a reverse effect on you? I, I, so in my case, I think it did. And I know huh. you, you and I can see one another. You're smiling. You know, that my, my, my answer to that question <laughs> is what it is. Because when it was like forced on me, you know, I kind of resisted. But also, I think that when we're in a classroom environment, we are often being taught things in a way that we don't really use in real life. So here's an example. Uh, so I've written a lot of books, right? And I've gotten good at writing books, mostly because I read a lot. And I started to kind of absorb ideas from other people. I would see like, oh, here's how we wrote a really good sentence. I really like how she wrote this this way. This makes a lot of sense. And I would start to kind of, you know, absorb and internalize a lot of these ideas from these other authors. And as I started writing on my blog and later in books, I was able to put into practice the good ideas that I 
I kind of mimicked, if that makes sense. I kind of borrowed and copied yeah. and, and I was able to kind of make it my own. That is how I became a good writer where now um, I write a lot of books. I edit, like I have a team here at Libertas Institute and I edit everyone's content just because I've become really good at writing and fixing typos or not yeah. just typos, but like grammar, you know, and writing Maybe very clearly. Maybe making sense a little better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So here's why that's uh, uh, interesting in my opinion. Now, in English class, they'll sit you down with a textbook and they'll say, well, what is the past participle subjunctive of, the, you know, I'm like, whoa, 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 nope. you, lo you lost me. Like, what? Like, they'll, they'll teach you these like really technical, really specific things about language that you're just supposed to learn the rules and the, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm sitting in this class. Like when it, it, it doesn't, it wasn't taught to me in a way that seemed very applicable. And all of us who have been students or who are students right now, we've all had that experience where we're learning something that we're supposed to, and we raise our hand maybe and the teacher's like, hey, what do you want? Like, well, my question is, when am I ever gonna use this, <laughs> right? Like, why am I having to learn this? And for our listeners who are young, probably a lot of our listeners are homeschooled. Maybe they haven't had that experience. And to that, very I say lucky. You're, you're very fortunate, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, so fa fast forward though. So college, right? Yes. The, the question is, um, if people skip college, how do they get a job? Yes. How do they succeed? Because a lot of parents might even be listening and they might think, well, these are good ideas and I agree with some of them, but I'm just so worried that if my kid doesn't go to yeah. college, they won't get a job or a kid might be thinking that I want to, I want to be successful. I want to have a good job in the future. And if I don't go to college, maybe I won't have a good job. How do we, um, how do we resolve that concern? Brittany? Yeah. So there, there are three main points and I'll list them and then I'll kind of go into detail and, and have you chime in as well. So um, entrepreneurship is one of them, mm. apprenticeships and internships. And I'm going to start with the last one because that's what I did. So I was a teacher for a while and then I decided to switch careers because I wanted to be a writer. I'd always wanted to be a writer. The problem is I never had anything to write until I got very passionate about Liberty. And then all of a sudden I had all these things I wanted to write about. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why I decided that to write about Liberty, I needed to move to DC, a place where Liberty does not always exist, but that's <laughs> what I did. But I had to make a hard choice because I had no writing skills and I had no writing background. So why would people hire me, right? They wouldn't want to hire me when I couldn't show them anything. Right. So I took internships. Now I was lucky where I got some paid internships. So I was able to make a little money, not a lot, but I was able to make a little bit of money enough to you know live live with a bunch of people and and kind of <laughs> don't go out to eat a lot um, but right. i was able to to go to dc and i interned i think for three or four organizations here and each place i got to work under somebody who knew a little bit more than me and so i was able to just like you said observe to take what i really liked for them maybe you know ignore some of it take take what i liked and that helped me become a writer and it also helped me get my foot in the door so these mm. establishments knew who i was and they could say oh I remember when you interned for this person. That was great. Right. I remember when you interned for that person. In fact, one person I got to intern for was Senator Mike Lee in Utah, your senator. Mm, cool. um, I learned a lot about writing there. So, so internships, I think, is a great, great um, option. Um, the other thing, if you want to talk a little bit about apprenticeships, that's another one that's similar, but a little different. I'm a big fan of apprenticeships. So the way that I am planning on doing this for my children, for example, is using my network to find people who work in a career or an industry that my children are interested in learning more about. So let's, let's say for example, that my, uh, my son really likes snowboarding and he wants to learn all about the snowboarding industry, maybe even like making snowboards. So I'm going to use my network and say, who do I know? Who am I friends with or contacts with who works in that industry? And I, I want to say, look, my son wants to come apprentice with you. He'll work for free. 
He'll be with you for a month. Basically, it's kind of like job shadowing where you can just kind of follow someone, observe what they're doing and kind of learn. Now, there's, there's different ways to do this. There's an apprenticeship where you know clearly what you want to do and you're going to do an apprenticeship, let's say, for like two years where the, the person in charge is kind of teaching you along the way, slowly giving you more and, this could and more. could be anything, right? Because I know I had a, a hairstylist who instead of, um, she would train new hairstylists instead of them going to hair school. So right. it could be hairstyle, it could be anything, Absol- right? Uh, it could be anything, right? It's someone who wants to learn and is willing to work hard. And if they find someone who's willing to give them an apprenticeship and teach them along the way, uh, the things that they need to learn. And, uh, you know, in exchange, they're basically getting help from another person who can, Maybe uh, they hire, you know, uh, at the end of the apprenticeship or that person can then go start their own job. So you're right. This can be for any type of job under the sun. Uh, Some jobs, you know, as we pointed out, you know, you're required to get like a license. So like if you're a doctor, you can't really just kind of go follow a doctor and, hey, I want to be an apprentice. Uh, lawyers, you used to be able to. There was a time, and this is, you know, this is founding father time and before, where yep. you could apprentice, you could be a student of the bar, they called it in England, and you could apprentice under a lawyer who was more experienced than you, and you could that, get that. That's but, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Sad, sadly, we've missed out on some of that. But for, for most careers, these still exist. So there's the apprenticeship where like, hey, I'm going to legit become, you know, a welder. And so I'm just going to learn from this welder how to weld, and I'm going to be with you for a year or two, and then I'm going to be become good enough at my job that I can then go off and do jobs all on my own. And that's a cool way to get your foot in the door. What I'm thinking more about for my kids and especially for the kids listening is a lot of times you don't know what you want to do when you're growing up. Even I can't tell you, Brittany, how many times when I was in college, I would see people graduate who still had no idea what they wanted to do. They spent so much money. They sat through all these classes and they come out on the other and they're like, yeah, I don't really know what I want to do with my life. And they're in debt now, right? And I'm just like, why have you not thought through this? So here's what I want to do with my kids. It's kind of like mini apprenticeships. And, okay. and I alluded to it a moment ago where, where I want to kind of arrange all these little job shadowing opportunities where, hey, I want you to go for a week and I want you to follow my friend who's an accountant. And you're going to sit in on the meetings you know, because you've expressed an interest in numbers and spreadsheets and you're good at math. So maybe let's have you uh, shadow this accountant and help him kind of like a mini internship or a mini apprenticeship. And that way you can see, oh, this is what it's like to be, you know, an accountant. And maybe on the other hand, it's a, it's a, you know, video game developer. Hey, if you're good at math, maybe you're good at programming. Why don't you do a little mini apprenticeship for a programmer and just kind of get some appetite to see if this is something you would like to do, because then it gives you so much more information to know, is this something that I would want to spend a lot of my life on? And then if so, then you can go invest a lot of your time and money to become really good at that one thing. But so often when we're growing up, we're like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm even not as sure. adults, we don't know. Even know. as adults, right? You switched careers. I switched I did. careers. You know, I used to be a web developer. So I think, I think that is a good way to give my kids or other kids an exposure to a lot of different things so that they can start thinking through, hey, you know what? I really liked my time, you know, going to the TV station and I did this little like one week apprenticeship, internship kind of thing. And I saw how it worked and that was really exciting. I think I would feel really excited to be a journalist. So I'm now going to go to learn how to be a journalist. I, I think that would just be a fun model to give uh, my kids, in my case, since this is what I'm thinking of doing, these little mini apprenticeships where they can just spend a little bit of time there's not a lot of risk. There's not a lot of commitment, but they might come away and think, hey, that was really cool. I might want to spend my life doing that. 
there's a school actually in Texas that does this with their students. Um, it's not a normal school. It's a private school, but, but a lot of the time is spent gardening and doing things you want mm. to do. In fact, the kids get to control their own day. But when they turn, I think it's 10, they go and find apprenticeships. And there was one girl I spoke with years ago. She wanted to be a fashion designer more than anything. And she mm. got an apprenticeship, I think at 10 years old. She learned very quickly. She did not want to be a fashion designer. That was not the world for her. So she was able to switch gears at such a young age and say, you know what? I've tried this. Not for me. What else can I explore? And that is so much fun and freedom that I don't think you or I had as kids, which is just great. Another thing I think is important, and I saved this one for last for a reason, because it's not the easiest path to take, but entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so I like to call that just being a problem solver, right? Entrepreneurs. Who are some of your favorite entrepreneurs? Well, I mean, we've talked in the past about people like Elon Musk, who yes. are these really popular entrepreneurs. But you know what? I get really excited by the, the small business entrepreneurs. That's what who, I was hoping you would say. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it's really hard to, you know, build a really big business and become this like national company. You know, I like to think of myself as an entrepreneur. I like to yeah. think of you as an entrepreneur. What I mean by that is people who kind of are creative and figuring out how to build their own life. Maybe you're working three jobs you know, and you've kind of figured out a way to make money in different ways so that you can have different things happening in your life. Yeah. Or rather than being an employee, in other words, rather than just getting a job, you kind of are your own company and people can uh, be your clients. Like when I was a web developer, yeah, there were times when I was, uh, I had a job as a web developer for a company, but then I figured out, you know what, if I am my own company, and, and these people, they can be my customers. I get to control when I go on vacation yep. and how many hours I work. And, and I'm when kind of you the, work, yeah. when I work, I'm the boss and that's really exciting. And I can maybe even if I'm successful, I can hire other people and maybe over time I can do less work and, and I can get paid for doing less because I've built my own company. So I think there's so many small business owners out there who are excellent entrepreneurs because like you say, they see a problem in their community. Uh, and they're like, hey, there's, there's no type of business like this. There's no, yeah. you know, gymnasium or there's no, you know, private swimming pool or whatever. And they, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is. And they go fill that need and create that business. And, and that's how I think our economy gets really exciting is when a lot of people out there are solving these little problems, being an entrepreneur, they're creating a little business, they're helping uh, serve other people who yeah. are like, oh man, creating like, value, yeah. creating value for other people. That's what I get really excited about. Same. And I think it's, it's pretty cool that none of that is, is only possible through college, right? College isn't necessary for you to be an entrepreneur, for you to be any of these things. There are other paths you can take. So I don't know what advice you'd give to our listeners, but I mean, I would tell them you might, college might be the best choice for you. I don't want to say college is always bad. College right. is not always bad. I had some great college experiences. Um, college might be the right choice for you, but it doesn't have to be that there are other options. I think that's right. And we would be remiss, Brittany, if uh, as we conclude this episode, we didn't mention the, the uh, orange, bright orange elephant yes. in the room. And that is you and I <laughs> contributed to a book by the name of Skip College, which uh, for the parents listening, you can find on Amazon, which is written more for like teenagers and young adults to, uh, like you just said, it's not to say never go to college. It's just to say, well, there are a lot of other ideas out there, ways out there that you can be successful in life. Maybe college is right for you. No, no problem at all. But if, if you're going to go to college, make sure that it's intentional. Make sure you've thought through the alternatives to make sure there's not a better or cheaper or more uh, effective way. And for the little kids out there, it's like, well, oh, my life is my own. I don't have to go on yeah. this conveyor belt like Connor did or like <laughs> Brittany did. And you know, the, the world expects me to just, you know, until I'm 
in my mid 20s, I'm going to be sitting in a classroom chair and that's just the way it's going to be. Life is so much more exciting. There's so many more opportunities. And I don't know about you, Brittany, but when I look back uh, on my teenage and young adult self, I wish that I could go back in time and say, uh, college wasn't right for you. You yep. probably could have saved a lot of time and, <laughs> and money, and built, and, money <laughs> and built a much more exciting life, kind of taking that entrepreneurial or independent route uh, early on. So we're not here to say everyone should skip college, but it's something we should at least think through because especially for us who care about freedom, I think it's important that we try and figure out how to be independent and how to make our own decisions for ourselves rather than doing what other people think that we should or what society thinks we should. So good topic, Brittany. And for those interested, go check out Skip College on Amazon. Until next time, see you later, Brittany. See you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.